0: Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. I am Mark Hesman. This is On the Mark, and it is brought to you by CUNIS Country and their complimentary powertrain lifetime warranty faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. Check them out, com, or go stop by 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Uh, good morning, everyone, on this Saturday. Rainy, wake up to the Saturday, and then some sun now here in downtown Hannibal's. We broadcast live from the KHMO studio. Hope everyone's got a great Father's Day weekend ahead and some exciting plans. Uh, enjoy it. Be safe. Have fun. Uh, we have a lot to get to today. Uh, there's a lot of uh, stories that are up and down, things in the air, and then there's some actual real sports happening with the Belmont today or horse racing back. You got a great NASCAR race to Talladega tomorrow. Um, but really, we are still in this weird holding pattern where we know certain sports are back or coming back, or we think they're maybe coming back. And we got a lot to dive into. But uh, as we always start the show, and this is episode 42. Of on the mark and of course follow along follow me on twitter on instagram at mark hespin m-a-r-k-h-e-s-p-e-n uh we start off with hespin headline this is the biggest headline that we need to uh, address here in the world of sports let's get it going hespin headline number one hespin's headlines on the mark colin kaepernick will return to the nfl so where will he play Uh, I wrote a story, and you can find it right now on the KHMO website, khmoradio.com or the KHMO app, that Colin Kaepernick uh, and the NFL has done a complete 180 on the Black Lives Matter movement and and the signing of Colin Kaepernick. Ever since, as we mentioned uh, just a couple weeks ago, Roger Goodell with the quote, we, the National Football League, believe that Black Lives Matter. And he also then went on this week to mention how he believes that a team should sign Colin Kaepernick and they would welcome the signing of Colin Kaepernick. This is a long time coming. Uh, Colin Kaepernick is good enough from at least what we saw last and what we've seen in some of the videos to certainly deserve at least a legitimate tryout with multiple NFL teams and NFL teams. And eventually, I think once he gets into shape and back into a system, could certainly be a backup quarterback in the NFL again and who knows work his way back into the starting uh, position maybe eventually I believe Cap's best days are behind him as he's uh, on the other side of 30 and as we know for all quarterbacks you take a couple years off the rust and what it'll be like so I want to focus now more on we know Cap will be back in the league in some capacity the fact that Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, is saying this and saying that he would welcome back and doing this 180 as they were, you know, four years ago when Cap first took the knee and they were staunchly against it and staunchly against the protests and staunchly against Cap and Cap was out of the league very quickly, even though he had the talent to stay in the league. The 180 on this now, we just have to accept that Colin Kaepernick will legitimately get a chance in the NFL. I think he deserves it. I think he's good enough to be a backup quarterback in the NFL. But now the question remains, where? Where does Colin Kaepernick fit? And that is a great question. And it's a question that I think deserves some real uh, dissecting, because on the surface level, you're going to sit there and go, oh, well, Colin's going to want to go somewhere where he can start, right? He could be a starter. And maybe that's what Colin Kaepernick ultimately wants is to end up in a Jacksonville or a Washington and compete for a starting job. I would, if I was in Kaepernick's camp, if I was uh, his agent, if I was teams in the National Football League, I would strongly advise against that. I think the best place for Colin Kaepernick to go is the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. And let me explain. Colin Kaepernick wherever he ends up is not only going to be bringing whatever talent he has and his skill, he is going to be bringing the largest media circus that we've ever the NFL will have ever seen. Think Tim Tebow times a million. I mean, this is going to be new. There, there's going to be new sources from uh, not just sports. So you're going to have international news sources. You're going to have every single person wanting to get their hands on the interviews and the, and the press conferences. It will be like when we just were talking about the last dance and all those uh, reporters around Michael Jordan when he says, I'm back at that press conference. It's going to be chaos. And it will be. It should be national news. It's going to be world news. It'll be big, big news. So what is it, what would be detrimental to Colin Kaepernick and the team that signs him is signing with the team that then you immediately ask, oh, well, when's he going to get his chance to start? Is he going to get to compete for the starting job? So I argue the best place for Colin Kaepernick to go to resurrect his career, to have a chance at having a career in the future is a place like Kansas City. Kansas City is obviously... The best built to handle Colin Kaepernick. And here's why. Because day one, even if Colin Kaepernick comes in and looks amazing and is in great shape and throwing, uh, slinging the football around and reading defenses and making plays and using his feet and being the guy that we saw uh, in the NFC championship game years ago, he's still not nearly as good as Patrick Mahomes and in the system. And he could sit there with an amazing coach, I think the second best coach in football, Andy Reid. And he can be behind the best quarterback in football, Patrick Mahomes. And they can sign him to a reasonable deal. He won't ever have to ask. The media will get their one big press conference. Oh my God, yay, he signed. This is amazing. History made. He's back in the league. And then that's it. There's no more questions about Cap except he's just a player on a roster. And and if I'm Colin Kaepernick, and I certainly can't speak for him, I don't know what's going on through his head, he has remained very quiet through all this, which I think has been good and bad for him because, you know, it's nice to know we want to know where his head's at. I mean, what does he want? Is he still want to think that he could compete for a starting job or where is he thinking? But I think what's best for him and the longevity of him having a, a chance at a three, four, five, six, seven year career here on out in the NFL is to go this route. Think Teddy Bridgewater. Now on a different scale, he's come back from a massive, devastating knee injury. But think, how do you resurrect your career in that way? He went to New Orleans, injects him new a system, get that great football mind with Sean Payton and Drew Brees. Man, maybe you get your opportunity in some cleanup games the preseason, and then or you know the injury obviously with Drew. And I don't certainly don't think there'll be an injury with Patrick Mahomes. He's fairly healthy and he. 100 healthy going into this season. Uh, we certainly don't want to wish an injury on the MVP and the Super Bowl MVP. It's certainly not what I'm saying, but the point of the larger point I'm trying to make is you find the system that works where the team and cap will we, they don't have to worry about the reporters every day. Yeah, training camp they'll be a mess and people want to talk to them. Hey, how's it going? How does it feel? Be back out there? How are you doing with the teammates? And you know you're going to have to deal with with press conferences. Whatever team signs Kaepernick, you're going to have to deal with the press conferences of when the election comes around, Trump and Biden, they're going to get asked all these questions. So if you know that going in is your team, you're going to sign Kaepernick, you want as little distraction as possible. And the team that he gets the the least distraction as possible will be Kansas City. Because there's zero chance there's going to be a quarterback competition with Colin Kaepernick and and, and and Patrick Mahomes. Now, if you're saying, okay, well, Kansas City, they're not going to sign him. They don't want to. What are some of the other teams that then are close to the Kansas City situation, right? that in my world offer the best thing for cap and the NFL. You have the protection from the media because you're not going to be asked about competing for a starting job. You have a coach and a quarterback that you can learn from, get your feet back wet, get into a great system that fits with you. And I think there's a couple other places like that. And there's not many. Let's break it out. Here are the ten. uh, Here that besides Kansas City, which I think is the number one best fit for Colin Kaepernick. Here are the nine other fits, and these are the only fits that I really think. Colin Kaepernick works in getting a job back in the NFL. Uh, number two is Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, Bruce Arians, no question about who's the starter. Uh, Tom can, uh, can shield Cap from a lot of that. There's going to be a media circus around Tampa Bay anyways. I think they're going to handle it well. Might as well throw the Kaepernick into it. And again, no question about who's the starting quarterback. Uh, number three, Baltimore. Again, no question who's the starting quarterback. You have Lamar Jackson. They run a system. The former offensive coordinator when Colin Kaepernick led the Niners to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's the offensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens, if you didn't know. So they're running an offense that would fit his style. He'd be a great backup to the young uh, Lamar Jackson, a great mentor to Lamar Jackson, a great voice in that quarterback room. And again, zero pressure for him to start right away in an offense that fits with him. Uh, I will say number four, Seattle. Obviously, same thing. Great quarterback. Russell Wilson, second-best quarterback in the NFL. You don't have to worry about who's going to be the starter. You have a great head coach, a great culture in Seattle. They almost signed him. They brought him in for a workout. Uh, I think you would fit there. Uh, then I would go next. I would go Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's interesting because obviously you have Big Ben. He's healthy. You don't have to worry about who's going to be the starting quarterback. It's Ben's job until he leaves, unless he gets injured again. And we don't know what Ben's health will be like and how he will look. So... Uh, Pittsburgh would then have Kaepernick there. We know that Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges aren't the guys in Pittsburgh. He could be a backup quarterback situation. They're in a very stable organization that handles chaos well. We know what happened to Antonio Brown as soon as he left Pittsburgh completely off the rails. That's because Pittsburgh did a really great job of handling Antonio Brown. They can handle chaos well. I'm not saying that Caps are different. Again, Caps chaos is a media chaos. Media is going to be all over this. They're gonna be is gonna be nonstop media coverage, especially with Trump saying things about uh, we're gonna boycott the NFL if they kneel. I mean, they're gonna ask Cap about this. It's going to be a media circus. This whole thing, and then on top of all the COVID stuff, uh, the only other teams I think would even have a chance of signing Cap that he could come in as a backup role, learn in a good system. I would say Houston uh, because you're not worried with Deshaun Watson. I would say New Orleans. They have a quarterback heavy room right now, but again. Quarterback coach system, uh, I think you could fit. Uh, Green Bay again. You're not going to question who's the starting quarterback. It's Aaron Rodgers' team. It's Aaron Rodgers' job. Uh, they have another young rookie quarterback who they're trying to mentor. So I don't know if they're going to go with that with Jordan Love. And then Atlanta, I would argue as well. Atlanta in a in a city that uh, is is uh, hurting with their own uh, protests going on and and the uh, the uh, the uh, The Black Lives Matter movement in Atlanta, I think he'd fit well in there with their culture. Matt Ryan's the starter. You don't have to worry about that. Um, and you could bring him in as a backup quarterback uh, and certainly be better than uh, whoever Atlanta has now. Now, the final team in my top 10 teams, I think, could sign Colin Kaepernick. And you could just go for it and say, all right, fine, let them have a media circus anyways. Because they're not really trying to win this year is the Jacksonville Jaguars. They don't have a quarterback. Gardner fun, but he's not their future guy. You could bring him in and say, all right, yeah, why not compete for a starting job? Whatever. Let's have a media circus in Jacksonville. We're trying to lose as many games as possible. money ways to get Trevor Lawrence. So there you go. Now, I firmly believe the rest of the NFL should honestly stay away from cap, and and I will give you uh, fourteen teams, and the reason why is because they don't need the media scrutiny because their young quarterback is struggling anyways, or they need to develop the young quarterback. So I think Washington, the Giants, the Jets, Cincinnati, Chargers, Rams, Cleveland. Denver, Miami, Arizona, Chicago, Buffalo, San Francisco—they—they they are completely out on the Kaepernick because they can't afford the media circus that comes then with the pressure of young quarterback versus cap, young quarterback versus cap. They don't have the stability in the locker room, or they don't—they uh, 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 don't have the the stability with the young quarterback to handle. Than cap. Now, you may argue Deshaun Watson, hey, uh, Patrick Owens, they're young quarterbacks, yeah, but it's different. And, and, and Lamar Jackson, they're proven winners in a really good system. They're fine. But all those other situations, Cincy, Washington, the Giants, where he could compete maybe for a starting job, those teams don't want it because they don't want the media circus comes with it. The final other teams, I think, are right on the fence where you could maybe convince me either way that he could go there or not go there. Tennessee, Dallas, Minnesota, Indy, Philly, Detroit, New England, Panthers, and the Raiders. I think all of them don't want the media circus. They have guys in place. They have teams that are kind of in win-now mode, or they're hopefully looking for the future of needing a young quarterback. I think it's a very slim 10 teams. I think if he can get a chance to be a backup, one of those 10 teams, maybe get his chance to prove it in the preseason in the years to come. Who knows, Colin Kaepernick could be and should be if he's good enough to stay in the league for years to come. But Colin Kaepernick will be back in this league or at least have a real shot at getting back in this league because when the commissioner speaks, the NFL listens. And it's one of the things I respect most about the NFL is the strong leadership at the top. Now, they may be slow on things. They may make bad decisions. But strong leadership is still strong leadership. Uh, so there you go. That's been headline number one. Colin Kaepernick will be back in the league If you want more of my detailed thoughts on why I think Kansas City is the best place for him, go right now to KHMOradio.com or the KHMO, excuse me, KHMO app. I'm having a caught fit. Okay, we're back. All right. All right. Hespin headline number two. Let's keep moving. Hespin's headlines on the mark. You're listening on the mark here on Newstalk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by CUNIS country. Let's move on to Hespin headline number two. NBA talk. Uh, uh, the NBA bubble situation is tense. Kyrie Irving came out and said, and I don't want to spend too much on this. This is not the real Hespin headline, but I do want to mention that uh, Kyrie Irving and his speaking and, and the idea that the players shouldn't play in the bubble because we shouldn't be playing basketball because that gets back to normal and we don't want to get back to normal. We need to keep focusing on the Black Lives Matter movement. I 100% respect Kyrie. Uh, I disagree with the fact that I think the players and people like Kyrie Irving, their voice matters more when they are playing and the platform. Because every 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 time he gets interviewed, he can shed light on it. He gets paid more money to invest more in the causes. So I, I'm more in the LeBron camp of, hey, being a basketball player gives us the platform to keep making this change and making good uh, things come and supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, But, uh, you know, I certainly can understand why a a lot of players feel that uh, with him. But I actually want to talk a little basketball with the bubble. And I do think the bubble is going to happen no matter what, whether players show up or uh, which players choose to show up or not. It's going to happen. The NBA is invested. And because the money is there with the TV contracts. (laughs) But here is the actual headline. Rockets general manager, Daryl Morey, who uh, he makes a lot of crazy quotes, but he always says things, I think, for a reason and with a purpose. Rockets general manager uh, uh, Daryl Morey said this week, we should win this thing. <laughs> he said, we, we should win this thing. We have two of the greatest players ever on our team, referring to Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Now, Daryl Morey is a very smart guy. He is a brilliant, brilliant man. And uh, Daryl Morey is saying this for two reasons. He's saying it because in a lot of ways, you could argue, yeah, you should win. You have two MVPs. You do have two of the top 50 greatest players ever. I would argue possibly you could argue two of the top 30 greatest players ever in NBA history on your team. Both of them still relatively in your prime with James Harden and Russell Westbrook. But I think he's saying this for a different reason. I think Daryl Morey is giving himself an out. He built this team. He was the one who traded for Westbrook in that awful contract that he's settled with now. So he is putting the onus on them, not himself. He's trying to save his own butt. And he's also giving himself an out. Hey, hey, hey. Owner of the Rockets. I did what you asked. I got two of the greatest players ever together. They're here. Harden and Westbrook. I put I put all my cards in all the chips on the table. there they are. good luck guys. I even made that trade for Covington. I gave you the guys you want build around it go go go. This is a win now team if you don't win we we sh- that's disappointment that's on the players. He's trying to save his own butt. Now I do think it's interesting because I do think there's a motivational factor to that. I also think that the Rockets do have, in my opinion, the fourth best chance to win the NBA title this year. I know they are the sixth seed in the West right now, but think about why the Rockets and Harden and Westbrook specifically have struggled historically in the playoffs. They are the two highest usage players. They are exhausted after an 82-game season and then going straight into these long playoff series. They're exhausted. Harden always runs out of gas. Westbrook always runs out of gas they are going to be as fresh as fresh can be. And I've even seen the pictures of Harden looking like he's lost a ton of weight, getting in great shape. So you have to factor in the fact that, yes, everyone's benefiting from the time off. Kawhi is benefiting. His knee's going to be great. LeBron, we know in his 18th, 17th year, is benefiting. We know that Anthony Davis, the guy who gets nicked up a lot, is benefiting. The young guys like the Giannis, yeah, the time off, it's, they're going to be healthy. They'll be fine. Joel Embiid, all these guys with the nagging injury history, this is a win for them. So I think that canceled out a little bit, but I do think that it's going to be a different that the Harden and Westbrook will be able to go at 100% throughout the playoffs that they never had that chance before. So it's going to be interesting to see. I, I I think they don't have as good a chance as the Lakers are my, one, uh, my favorite to win. I think the Clippers are my second favorite, and then I would go Milwaukee three and uh, Houston four. I also think the NBA, because you're not going to have the fans in the stands, and this is such a small window for them to get ratings and get money, they're going to want their stars in the the playoffs as long as possible. Right now, if the playoffs were to start, Houston would be taking on Denver, Denver the three-seed, Houston the six-seed. I get it. Denver's a better team. And Jokic and Murray, they they got players. But let's be real. The star powers, Harden and Westbrook. That's the eyeballs. That's what we want to see. So if normally in the playoffs when Harden doesn't get his whistles because they allow things to be more physical, don't be shocked if Harden gets whistles and they allow him to get to the line and be James Harden and make it past Denver in round one. I'm just saying don't be surprised if uh if it looks a little different as we get to it. All right, there we go. That's the first half of on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KGMO. That's has been headline 1 and 2. When we come back, I want to dive into the fact that COVID is still here and the numbers are 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 uh concerning for what these teams can do and what we like the saying sports are back, but could sports really not be back? We're going to dive into some uh, some concerning COVID numbers for, for sports fans as far as getting players back on the field. That's on the way. It's uh, on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO, brought to you by our great friends at Country, Faith Family, giving back. Would you get on an the- Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO. And the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. Will I lose my hair?
2: It's the first question cancer patients ask. But a low white blood cell count during chemotherapy is a serious side effect that can lead to infections, hospitalizations, and death. For health tips, visit preventcancerinfections.org.
1: Flattening the curve, social distancing, projections, protections, now more than ever. CBS News Radio, right here, every hour at the top of the hour. We're KHMO and the KHMO mobile
0: welcome on back to on the mark here on news talk 1070 khmo and the khmo app on the mark is brought to you by our great friends at kunis country honda hyundai your number one honda and hyundai dealer in the tri-state area 221 north 36th street in quincy check them out online kunis tell jason Buxman and those great guys over there that mark sent you kunis country faith family Giving back. That's CUNIS Country. Uh, welcome on back to the show. Uh as always, follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. Or follow on the mark on Facebook. Just search on the mark. I keep you updated about certain things we're gonna talk about throughout the week. Breaking sports news and my thoughts on it well, uh, through the Facebook page. Okay, I I I want to dive into this and 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 Again, this is one of these extremely, extremely roller coaster up and down every day is different situations. We've been dealing with this now for over three months since COVID hit the United States hard. And obviously, I'm very sensitive and we're all sensitive. And everyone is to the fact that. You know we've lost over 119,000 American lives to COVID-19, and as we try to find what the new normal is, sports is a part of the new normal. And getting sports back, and it's important not only not only for uh, the morale of people, but for jobs and for uh, uh, and for the economy to have sports back. But these numbers that we've seen, this is just in the week in the week alone. And and I know a lot of these headlines aren't grabbing attention anymore. But as we we fight over baseball, coming back, and we'll talk about baseball coming up in just a second. These are real numbers, and these are real headlines, and I want to read some of them for you. And and where we go from it, what we do, I don't I don't know the answer. I, I don't. But it's I think it's we have to we have to address it. This week alone, the Philadelphia Phillies in the MLB had five players uh, test positive at their weekly test down at their facility and they have shut down their spring training facility. So in the MLB, as we're trying to get the MLB back, we have spring training facilities shut down because of players testing positive for COVID. In the NHL, they've agreed to their playoffs. They haven't fixed uh, fixed the starting date yet and where it's going to be. But in the NHL, Tampa Bay, the Lightning, had to close their facility When three players tested positive for COVID this week. Again, this is all just in the past week. Here's where it gets really alarming. In college football, two days ago, the University of Texas was doing their off-season workouts. Their facilities open. They did their weekly COVID test. 13 players testing positive. And this morning, overnight, the news broke. Adam Schefter... ESPN 23 Clemson Tigers players college football tested positive during their off-season workouts right now they just got the test back having to shut down their off-season training facilities and their and their and their and their camps because of covid running rampant through these young athletes how do you balance and where do you go from the fact that Especially in the college ranks, if COVID is in these, and you can do the testing, but if it's running rampant, in in and, and we're not even playing the games yet, you're just trying to do the off-season workouts. And he got 23 from the from the you know hottest program in college football with the biggest college football star in Trevor Lawrence. 23 Clemson Tigers, 13 Texas Longhorns. The Phillies, the MLB players, are trying to get the season started, and they got to tr- close down facilities because of the spread of the virus. I don't know the answer. I don't know what to do about it. I don't know what is the right thing to do. It, it, it's it's concerning, though, is we want sports back. I want sports back more than anyone. You guys know this. We listen to the show. We, talk. we all want it back. Uh, but if the if the cases keep going and these players keep getting sick and ill and they cannot control the spread, Dr. Fauci said this week, the NFL, the only way it could possibly happen is inside of a bubble. And if you notice, what did I just talk about? Baseball, hockey, college football, and now Fauci talking about with the NFL, and you had the Zeke positive test this past week at the Dallas Cowboys, the NBA, they are committed to the bubble they have committed to locking themselves and it's tough and you're seeing a lot of players push back on it but maybe organized team sports the only way to health to, to safely do it and to and to make sure that none of these athletes get sick and die as i know it it, it doesn't affect young people whether they say the same way or then young and, and and healthy athletes but but god forbid One of these Clemson Tiger players, a 19-year-old kid, ends up on a ventilator and loses his life. This is a tough conversation. These are tough decisions. These are things I don't know the answer to. But I'm bringing it up here during this show because these are headlines in the world of sports. Listen, in the past week, who knows what next week's headlines will bring with COVID cases and athletes getting sick. It's concerning, it scares me, and and, and if, and if the NBA is able to successfully do this in a bubble, and they're able to control it and keep players healthy and keep the virus out of their game while they play the games, maybe that is the only way to do it, to bring sports back on a team level, is in the bubble control. And what will that mean for the NFL? What will that mean for college football? I don't know. I, I don't know. But we got to wait to see how these leagues react to it. Because these headlines aren't going to go away. And these players, it seems like people people are still getting, lots and lots of people are still getting sick from this disease, from this virus. So it's interesting. I don't have the answer. But... It's something to keep our eye on. We we want sports to be back, but and and they're putting all these plans in place for it to be back. But if the NHL closing facilities, MLB closing facilities because of COVID in states where they're allowed to be open, in a state like Texas where they're allowed to be out there and and, and doing their offseasons, we're 13 players getting sick in South Carolina, Clemson, 23 players. Got to keep our eye on it. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're taking a break. When we come back, MLB with well, the latest where we're at. You said I, I couldn't do it for a Hespin headline. I just, I mean, I'm going to keep you updated. I told you, I promised you. We're going to keep you updated on what the crazy owners are doing. I got some new info. We had some games. We got some. We're making progress. Where's the MLB at? Will they be back? Beyond obviously the COVID concerns, we're just talking purely uh, negotiations. When we come back, you're listening on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KMO app, brought to you by the great people at cutest country, cutestquincy.com.
2: Our veterans risked it all to protect our freedoms, and now they need our help as we all fight the coronavirus. At an unprecedented time in history, our most vulnerable veterans are isolated at hospitals and during their greatest time of need, their family, hospital volunteers, and staff can have little or no contact with them. Being alone can be terrifying, but we all can help. Help Heal Veterans with the support of citizens like you creates, manufactures, and distributes therapeutic art and craft projects for our veterans and military at no charge to them. We invite you to join us in supporting an isolated or sick veteran and help them through this desperate time. To learn more, visit HealVets.org. This message is furnished by Help Heal Veterans, a not-for-profit organization that has been helping veterans for nearly 50 years. HealVets.org.
1: Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. can make everything worse. Luckily, there's donated orthodontic services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws Some kids think they'll never smile again but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence To link to the application and eligibility requirements visit aaoinfo.org Today with scattered thunderstorms likely high of 85 southwesterly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Chance for scattered storms tonight. Lows dip down to about 67 partly cloudy skies. High of 87 tomorrow. Chance for scattered storms Monday and Tuesday, 83. Monday 79, Tuesday. Right now 72.
0: Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app On the Mark is brought to you by the great people over at Cunis country, Honda, Hyundai. Over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from. If you're in the market for a vehicle, you'll be doing yourself a Massive disservice if you do not go check out CUNIS Country right there at 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Right there on Thirty Six in between, uh, like, you know, just south of Maine. Oh, no, wait. Nor- in between Maine and-, and Broadway. It's right over there. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Now, CUNIS Country, Faith, Family, Giving Back. That's CUNIS Country. Or visit them online, CUNISQuincy.com. Tell them that Mark sent you. Okay. So, MLB. MLB. I promise I try, I will try not to yell. I will try not to blow my top. But you know, over the past three weeks, I've been updating you on where the MLB's at and what they're doing. And now it's so blatantly obvious what they're doing. We just can accept it. I, I'm not even angry anymore. I'm just sad, I'm disappointed, I'm frustrated. But I'm not violently angry anymore, like I've been, and <laughs> just yelling. Oh, it's still the owners' fault, and the owners uh, are to blame for all of this. And I'm glad that uh, people see that, and they and they are not blaming the players. But here we are. So let me give you the uh, the latest update. So, the MLB has agreed. The owners to pay the players the full prorated salary. Look at that. Yay! Yay! Wow, the billionaires are agreeing to fulfill the contracts that they signed. Oh my, wow, that's so nice of them to do that. How kind. That's so kind. Yeah, so we, we're there. They at least finally budged on that. All right, we'll pay you the p- full prorated. But here's now where they're just being ridiculous even more so so now that they agreed to that the player said all right let's go let's start into it start in early july and let's play 70 games and the owners go yeah, yeah we don't well, we don't want to do that uh you know it's 70 games and uh you know that we can't, we don't know if we can start in time and we just can't do that so the owners respond back. Said we're going to stick with our 60 games, 60 games. That's it, and we'll start in uh, in late July. And you have to understand here: this is what the owners are telling us. They want to stall. The longer the owners stall, what happens? The more days go by, the more days go by, the less games they could actually play. The owners only care about the playoffs right now. That's it. That's all they care about. They need that playoff contract money from TBS and Fox Sports. Billions of dollars. Flooded right into their pockets. That's all they care about. What they don't want to do... Is pay the players the full prorated salary, which they agreed upon, for as many games as possible. Because then they lose money. So the owners are stalling on purpose now and purposefully not giving us baseball in early July. The only reason we do not have baseball on July 4th weekend, and we can all sit there Scream America with our with our Bud Lights and our Miller Lights and watching baseball. Is because the owners are that greedy, and they do, they want to stall as long as possible to play as little games. If it's up to the owners, they would play no games and just playoffs at this point. So think about that the next time you loving on the St. Louis Cardinals, or I'm loving on the Chicago Cubs, remember that the owner of that team, when they try to tell you, "No, hey, we're doing everything we can to win, we're all in. We're all in St. Louis. We're all in Chicago. They're not. They're not. They're showing you right now they're not. That they don't care about actually playing the game and they don't actually care about you, the fans, and and putting what's best for the fans out there. They don't. They don't. They are willing to sacrifice the goodwill and a, and a couple million dollars each from their billionaire pockets to stall, 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 play as little games as possible and get that playoff money. It's 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 sad. It's silly. It's sad. It's stupid, and it's pathetic, in my opinion. So I I I don't I don't that was me not yelling. Okay, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys know I it's episode forty two. You know I, I I get I get heated, but it's I mean think about all the wasted opportunity. Baseball could be all we're talking about right now. They could be playing games isolation. Doing just just, they could be doing so much, and they're not doing anything because of the greedy billionaire owners. And meanwhile, you still see great stories of Albert Pujols paying for the salaries of all the Dominican players in the in in uh, in the minors of the Angels organization because the billionaire owner can't pay for that. That's uh, that's asking him way too much. Way too much for him to do that. So again, where we're at right now with baseball, it's going to happen. It will. It's most likely going to only be 60 or less games. And those games will start in late, late July because of the billionaire owners not caring about anyone but their own little bottom-dollar line and they don't want to pay their employees and they don't want to pay the players and they just want to cash in on those big, fat TV contract checks when the playoffs come. It's it's sad, but that's where we're at. So as all the other sports, football, college football, basketball, the WNBA we'll talk about here in a bit, NASCAR, NHL, Horse racing today, golf as all these other sports have done everything they can to get back in front of the TV and, and back in front and and, 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 and and give back to the to the fans to watch some games. remember baseball. Remember what they're doing and not the players. Remember what MLB, Rob Manfred and the owners are doing to us the fans. Just remember that. All right, uh, that's me not yelling. Uh, when we come when we come back, uh, we got uh, we got some sports going on today. We're going to talk uh, this weekend. We'll talk about it uh, and exciting stuff uh, for the WNBA. I'm very pumped for it. Uh, all of that on the way. It's um, on the mark here on News Talk 1070 K H M O, live and local from the K H M O studio here in beautiful downtown historic Hannibal, America's hometown. Brought to you by Cutest Country Faith Family. Give it back. You've got a...
1: A sister. And a grandfather. I'm an office clerk. I'm a research analyst. Dance fitness instructor. Actor. I'm a copywriter. I'm a veteran. I have lupus.
2: Cerebral palsy. I'm blind.
1: And I'm working in a job I love.
2: I love. Because I was given a chance to contribute my skills and talents. To show
1: that my disability is only one part of who I am.
2: Who I am. Who I am. At work, it's what people can do that matters. For more information,
1: visit what can you do campaign.org.
0: We are hometown news talk 1070 K H M O. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the K H M O app. I am Mark Hesman. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hesman, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. And on the mark is brought to you by the great people of Cunis Country and their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty, the Tri-State's number one Honda and Hyundai dealer. Right there at 221 North 36th Street in Quincy across from the Village Inn. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. They live by that motto. Jason Buxman, those great guys over there at Cunis Country. CunisQuincy.com. CunisQuincy.com. Tell them that Mark sent you. Okay, uh, we as we wrap up the show here, we'll take a second here to pause and just put a little perspective on everything we talked about. Uh, in episode 42, what's important? Colin Kaepernick is going to get a legitimate chance to be back in the league. If the commissioner says so. It's going to happen where he should go, where I think the best fit for him is right here, the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Rockets GM Daryl Morey, he believes that the uh, Rockets should win the title. I think they are the fourth. the fourth best chance, in my opinion. I I do think it's going to be interesting and fun to see a completely healthy and rested Russ uh, Westbrook and James Harden play together. Um, story number three, big thing, COVID-19. I mean, we're still getting these headlines, and it makes me concerned. I don't have the answer, but we got facilities going down. We have 30, 23 Clemson Tiger football players testing positive for COVID overnight. This test comes back. Some scary stuff. And finally, the MLB, you know the drill. The owners stink. And blame the owners. It's as easy as that. Um, Okay. Let's uh, wrap up with a couple of quick little hitting stories here. The WNBA, they have their agreement in place. They're going to be joining the NBA in the bubble. Uh, They'll get their own primetime TV slots. I love it. 22 games in and out quick. It's great. Uh, If you don't watch a lot of uh, WNBA basketball, Uh, I watched some. This will be the year to get involved because of Sabrina Ionesco. We talked about her in the show before. So I'm excited to see when they announce, when they'll actually start those games, when they'll air. Uh, But yeah, there we go. The WNBA can get their stuff together. Baseball. Come on. Uh, And uh, so I also want to mention NASCAR Talladega tomorrow on Fox. Love Talladega. We should just be playing Eric Church's Talladega right now. Uh, It is such a great track, a historic, massive motor speedway. There is going to be wrecks. There's going to be big ones. I cannot wait to watch a little bit of Talladega tomorrow. Uh, It's one of those, I mean, Daytona, Talladega, in my opinion, I could argue those are, I mean, Daytona, obviously, but then Talladega being number two, the most iconic tracks in NASCAR. So uh, very excited about Talladega tomorrow. As you know, I root for my guy Brett Keselowski. And then finally, today is the Belmont Stakes. Now, normally the Belmont ends the Triple Crown, but it's starting the Triple Crown for the first time ever uh, because of COVID, and it's a hundred and you know. 80-year history or whatever it is. It's incredible, the Belmont. Uh, it's up there in New York. And I have a story for you. And I want to thank the great Jeff Dorsey, the big dog. You know, you listen to him on Y101, our sister station. Jeff Dorsey, been in this town for longer than I've been alive. And he gave me this story. And he's like, Mark, you got it? You got." It. He's like, did you know about this? And I said, I had no idea. Now I'm not a big horse racing guy. So it's it's not shocking that it went under my radar. But this is one of those stories you think, how? Wait a minute. How does everyone not know about this? this? This is a crazy story. It's sad, it's weird, but it's crazy, and it's true. In 1923, June 4th, 1923, at the Belmont Stakes, jockey Frank Hayes won the Belmont Stakes in New York despite being dead. He won the race, the jockey... He was dead. Frank Hayes suffered a heart attack in turn three. And he died on his horse. He died instantly. He had a heart attack and died in the middle of the Belmont. But his body stayed on the saddle. And the horse crossed the finish line first. 20 to one odds <laughs> it's horrible it's a can you imagine if that happened today I mean that would be obviously I mean it's anytime an athlete it's seriously injured but this man died riding the horse he had a heart attack his body stayed on the horse and the horse won the Belmont uh, so, so be healthy riders today, all the jockeys, wishing nothing but health for you all. Jeff told me that story. He's like, have you heard of this? I was like, no idea. <laughs> if you've heard of that story before, let me know on Twitter, at Mark Hespin. But uh, that blew my mind. I had to share that. 1923, almost 100 years ago, since Frank Hayes had a heart attack and died and won the Belmont Stakes. That is crazy. Uh, as we wrap the show here in the final minute, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. As always, you can, uh, if you want more of me, well, that's great. Uh, just listen to uh, Mornings of Mark and Sam, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. on our sister station, 97.9 Kick FM, number one for new country. Uh, Sam and I, uh, we talk a little sports there at the uh, during the end of the seven o'clock hour with Mark Sports Minute. And uh, as always, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hespin. Uh, you can follow this show and get involved with the conversation on the mark of like. Hey, Mark, I want to talk you to talk about this. I want your thoughts on this, uh, whether it's local or national. Uh, just uh, follow on the mark on our Facebook page. Just search KMO on the mark KMO on Facebook. Like it, share it, follow along. We'll keep you updated. And as always, I want to thank uh, the great people at CUNIS Country Hana Hyundai your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. Couldn't do the show without him. We appreciate your support, and uh, go check him out, CunisQuincy.com.
1: I will see you all next week.